0: know it is uh it's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of donald trump is not in charge of
1: the law in our country
0: because you'd be in jail
1: secretary clinton we want to
0: remind the audience to please not uh talk out loud please do not applaud you're just wasting time No, Anderson, you are the waste of time. That was the kill shot. That was the rhetorical stake through the heart of the Harridan that is Hillary. How many H's is that? That's a lot of H's. (laughs) I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is America First. No, it's not. It's the battle for 1600, but it will be the battle for 1600 only if we get the Baron back. Is he there? He's traveling, sadly, not in studio today, but hey, we are 12 days away from the election but despite that fact he has connected through us through the technology of something called the telephone baron are you there I am here. The
1: Baron's here.
0: All right. I think we've got to do the same thing we did last week. Things are moving so fast. We played that video clip, that audio clip of the last debate between Hillary Rodham, who will never be president and President Donald Trump. Why? Because we have the second and final debate today between President Donald Trump and sleepy, creepy Beijing Biden. So I think we're not going to wait till Saturday. We're going to drop the audio of this podcast today. We're going to drop the video as well because Things are moving at the
1: speed of Trump. So tell us, what are you doing, Barron, and where are you? I'm in Florida. I've been here for actually a, uh, almost a week now. I had the honor of flying down with Vice President Pence last week. On Thursday, we went to several events, one socialism event here in, my, in the Miami area, and then a great event with the, with the Vice President and about 30 to 40 rabbis and Jewish leaders in South Florida where, where the Vice President talks about all the achievements and all of the love that the Trump administration has for the state of Israel and uh, the Jewish people. And then I had the honor of going to the town hall, the, a.k.a. the debate between President Trump and Savannah Guthrie. And ever since then, I've been here pounding the pavement in Florida. Uh, I'm As the point, the point person on Jewish outreach for the campaign, as you know, the Florida vote's important. There's about 500,000 Jewish voters in the state of Florida. So here I am. I spoke at a huge rally on Sunday about, you know, two thousand people israeli americans for trump and i let up five I, I was sending you pictures sebastian i let up five miles. i
0: saw an amazing sports car somebody was sitting in a sports car honking his horn in a massive caravan the car was wrapped in trump 2020 it was what that that atmosphere that event looked amazing what was that was that a spontaneous caravan
1: it was a planned caravan. It was planned by Joseph Aloni, who's, who's an organizer here and a, and a leader in the Israeli, uh, Israeli-American community. And honestly, it was just awesome. It was a blast. I had such a good time. And, and uh, it was great to interact with everybody and, and, and have a blast. So how it was how was... Car, it was wrapped. You're right. It was, it was a Trump-Pence Lamborghini.
0: A Trump-Pence Lamborghini. I mean, 66 Mustang or Trump Pence Lamborghini? It's a hard choice. One for the Baron, one for me. Take your pick. Uh, I saw that video. I don't know if you were there, but the the Vice President is trying to to out Trump the President. I saw him get off his plane and run. It was like it was like Steve Austin from the Six Million Dollar Man. Run towards the crowd. It was it was dragon power. What kind of mood was the Vice President in, Baron?
1: He was in an absolute uh, forceful ready to fight, energized, totally prepared to win a November third mood. I would I would I would sum it up with two words, just like you said, dragon energy or another one, honey badger. <laughs>
0: The honey badger. You pick dragon or honey badger. The force of this campaign will not be stopped. What was it like? I have to I have to ask you, because in Miami, in Florida, you have so many Cubans, so many people who've escaped true socialism, true communism. Tell us about your experience hanging out with uh, Americans who know the threat that Biden and the radicalized Democrat Party represent
1: no doubt about it people here have lived it just like i have just like you have we've lived the dangers of of communism we've lived the dangers of radicals and the dangers of socialism and people here haven't forgotten it i was with a venezuelan uh, american and venezuelan jewish american actually uh yesterday who owns a great paul cows owns a great uh, bagel shop here that's sort of the, the the central location for jews in south florida moe's bagels And Aventura has my full and complete endorsement, by the way. And we were talking about just that, about how it is so vital for us to keep America out of the hands of the radicals, out of the hands of the far left, out of the hands of the communists. And we are going to do that when President Trump wins on November 3rd. All
0: right. It's all up to us now. He's done all the heavy lifting. Now we just have to help him. To finish in a way that is a landslide that cannot be disputed by the Democrats, by Beijing, Biden, and by all of their lawyers. It's got to be a sweeping landslide, and that's up to you, dear listeners. Dear listeners, dear viewers, it's so easy. All you have to do now, right now, you've got 12 days to organize it. Just find. Two other people, at least around you, two other people who, because they're elderly, because they're disinterested, who haven't planned to go to vote, and you offer to take them to vote for President Trump. The left will be busing people, will be busing their drones to the polling stations. We have to outorganize them. So just find two people and make sure you make the logistical arrangements to get them to vote. We cannot risk the, the extremists taking over. Okay, this is the day of the second and final debate. Let's talk about that debate. Let's talk strategy. Let's talk expectations. And let's play first a, a, a quintessential audio that shapes the contest for tonight's uh, attention of the American people. This was Joseph Biden asked about his son's business dealings.
1: I, I have never discussed With my son or my brother or anyone else, anything having to do with their businesses,
0: period. So he has said he has never, ever discussed the dealings of his son with China, Ukraine, uh, Russia, you name it. Today, we have the confirmation a Navy veteran has said, I was one of the partners with Hunter. I saw, I witnessed all of these dealings, and Joe Biden was involved. Boris, you are the arch communicator. You are a strategic advisor of the Trump 2020 campaign. You've been a special assistant to the president. What happens tonight? Does the laptop come up? Does the president mention it? Will he be muted? Give us your expectations.
1: Well, the laptop's got to come up. It's got to come up because the, it's, it's the information that's come out of it. The text messages that we saw where one one person says to another, well, don't mention Joe Biden uh, in writing, only in person. And then the other says, to paraphrase, well, they ought to be worried. So, the, the Bidens are hiding something, and what is it? We know what it is. Joe Biden has been grifting off the American people for decades, and now it's been proven. Hunter Biden said to his own kids, I've got to give grandpa half, and grandpa's Joe Biden. The big guy gets 10% out of the 20. That's half, so that lines up. That's Joe Biden. That is what happened. That is what the true reality of the Biden arrangement is, that he, while doing point person, on China and Belarus and others, was enabling his son and his brothers, his brothers James and Frank Biden, to get rich, and he was getting a cut. Now, here's the question. Did Joe Biden pay taxes on the money he was given? Did Joe Biden declare the money he was given? Did Joe Biden make that money while he was a public servant? I hope that's being investigated. And also, you know, the New York Times is really obsessed with the president's fake stolen tax uh, tax returns that they promised they got somewhere, but they won 't show, so but they don 't want to investigate this. What gives my friend
0: and interestingly, while Twitter and Facebook censored the oldest newspaper in America. Founded by Alexander Hamilton in 1801, when they got the goods, they got the evidence on Hunter Biden's laptop that we know has been confirmed by the FBI and the director of national intelligence is not connected to Russian disinformation. When that story was posted and people tried to retweet it, they were blocked. My account was locked by Twitter. But that never happened with the felonious, the stolen tax documents of the president. This is an in-kind contribution worth billions of dollars. And Jack Dorsey and Zuckerberg have to face the music because this cannot happen in a free nation. So, Boris, let's talk about the fact that uh, this story is not only out there. It has been confirmed. What is the tone of tonight? We've talked about Previously, how the president just has to let Biden hang himself on his hoist himself on his own petard. Let him talk. Let him show his him his the world for the senile old man that he is. But when the president's talking, what's the demeanor? Is it is it less aggressive? Is it? Uh, kind of tone that he's sitting behind the resolute desk, very presidential? Or does he do something akin to what he did with Hillary that we played earlier? That that incredible, robust, yeah, you'd be in prison. So what what is your professional advice to how tonight should proceed?
1: I think it's going to be mixed. I think you'll see a mix of the forcefulness of the first debate. I think you will see uh, a lot of the positivity or accomplishments of the debate he had he had with savannah Guthrie, and then i think you are going to see him the president being very strong on on holding joe biden to account and and asking him the right questions because we doubt that the moderator will do it of where did the money come from how much money did you make how much money did you pay what is the story you know and i'm not saying the president will say all these things but there's no doubt but this is an issue because it's an issue that goes to the very basis of Joe Biden's character. If he, as it appears to have been, was consistently using his position in government to get richer, that is not just a moral offense. That's a criminal offense.
0: We've seen him in the past be challenged, and he gets that kind of joker-like rictus grin, and he just laughs it off uh, either he does that, or he gets very angry. We've seen him in the in the last a uh, week get very angry with reporters asking him that question. Tonight, is he going to be able to control himself when the president challenges him? Is he going to try and laugh it off, or are we going to see the angry old man? I t- I tend to lean to the latter. What's the Baron's prognostication?
1: I think you're you're going to see the angry old man. Yeah. I think you will because. That's who Joe Biden is at this point in his his life. That's who he is at this point in his career. It's very hard to say that Joe Biden's going to change and just be this nimble politician because he can't be. That's just not who he is. He's an angry person. He's a, frankly, a lessened person. But he's also. Wait, we we lost you there for a
0: second. What was the second one? He's a what person?
1: Angry, lessened. He's feeble. He's not who he was, you know, even 10 years ago. And then, frankly. He's a wrongful person because it appears that he was committing wrongful act after wrongful act in in his relationships with with the business dealings with his family and our adversaries. China is the biggest long-term threat to the United States. But yet, Hunter Biden was doing deals with shady Chinese companies, which means the China come in his party, let's be honest. And it seems, unless it's disproven, which I don't see how it could be, that Joe Biden, now we have corroborating evidence, that Joe Biden was getting a cut. Could you imagine if even even an iota of info like this would be out about President Trump? The media would be going nuts. But to hear about this, you probably have to look online or on some TV stations. But I will tell you that I have not seen enough coverage on this from NBC, ABC. CBS has done a bit, but not nearly enough. And forget the anonymous NBC. Yeah,
0: uh, with that, there is there are signals. There are some journalists who are making some noises of interest around the laptop stories. So it may it may be crashing earlier than we expected, and even the mainstream media well, may I hope so. Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe may force. Okay, let's let's talk about the big picture. Let's talk about the fact that you are out there. You're campaigning for the president. You're co-chair of his Jewish Voices for Trump. You're out there. You know what's happening on the ground in in key in in the key battleground states. If you look at the reliable polls, if you look at Trafalgar, we are seeing the president currently in a better position than he was. In 2016 against Hillary. Now, number one, it's incredible that that is not being reported. Uh, Number two, does that presage, does that indicate for you, Boris, that we could, in fact, see a real landslide even larger than 16?
1: I think we could. And here's why. If you look at Rasmussen, the president was down, I believe, 12 points two weeks ago. Today he's at, what, two points? Yeah. That is a huge swing, and that is a swing of momentum that, that was, you know, 14 days with 12 days to go. I'm I'm sorry, is going to be effectively impossible, impossible for Biden to overcome. Right now, the the president's approval of his job of, of his job efforts is 52 to 48. That is a huge trend uh, into the uh, onto the president's side. Huge trend. So I absolutely believe. But we're looking at a massive landslide where the president could take all the states he took last time, as well as Minnesota, then Nevada, and New Hampshire, Maine, second, but also look at Colorado, et cetera, et cetera.
0: And the impact of uh, Biden <laughs> stating just now that America is just an idea. That we never lived up to. I mean, if you're a campaign advisor for the Democrats, Lord forbid us if the Baron went over to the dark side. But the, would you would you would you advise your principal? Yeah, now is the time to tweet. Now is the time to give an interview where you say, "Yeah, um, America is just an idea. We never lived up to it. Isn't that isn't isn't that suicidal
1: in terms of politics? Totally. It, it, everybody, forget, the Democrats forget. The, the electorate is not just Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's Twitter account. There's much more there. The American people want somebody who loves this country, who cares for this for this country, who believes this country is the beacon of, of good of all is the beacon of all that is good. And that is
0: not what Joe Biden seems to believe. And when he says that, what is that? Is that just a, a moment of candor? Or is that that can't be on the advice of a strategist, can it?
1: Well, I think he's probably told, "Hey, Black Lives Matter likes when you say this, but you should say that," and then he uh-huh. forgets it, and then he, then he just puts out something ludicrous, like like what you just said. Joe Biden is not all there, right? So he's, he's not he's not campaigning with a full full deck, right? So whatever deck he has, that's what enables him to do.
0: All right, we have to let you get back to work for the president, saving this nation, making sure he gets reelected. But first things first, follow this man, Boris EP, on Twitter. Check out breakfastwithboris.com. Go to donaldjtrump.com. Join the fight. Less than 14 days to go. Baron. your message in these last 12 days.
1: Here's my message. This election is moving toward President Trump. It's moving toward the president in Florida, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin all over but the only way we win. Enthusiasm is big, but what we need is that enthusiasm to turn into votes. It did in 2016. Don't let the Democrats tell you that rallies don't equal votes. They did in 2016 and they will again. Go vote. Sign up for Trump Talk on DonaldJTrumpForPresident.com. Go text MAGA to 88022. Get involved, push for the big win, tell all your friends to go vote. Tell all your loved ones to go vote for the president, and make sure you go vote. Go vote, and let's win this thing. Between now and the day after election day, we only have one podcast to go. One podcast to go. Wow. After then, we are going to be meeting, and we're going to be celebrating a big win for the president because the Americans are coming home, and I do think that big landslide is very possible, almost likely. But it could only be real if we all work together and get the president reelected. Go to DonaldJTrumpForPresident.com. Text MAGA to 88022. Let's make this happen. Let's win for America.
0: It's up to you now. It's in our hands. God willing, that is the scenario. But the president has left it all out on the field. Question is, have. You, have you done everything possible? Listen to the baron make a difference in the last 12 days. Every morning, ask yourself, what can I do to get him reelected after everything he's done for us in the last four years? And at the end of the day, ask yourself, did I do it? And redouble your efforts the morning after. You heard him text MAGA to 88022. That's MAGA to 88022. You've been listening to Boris Epstein. I'm Sebastian Gorka. This is The Battle for 1600.